0: Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the Challenge Double Agents, Episode 14, and recap it for you. My name is Alan Aguirre, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Canadian Nikki Sin.
1: Hello. Bet you thought you saw the last of me. Back.
0: And we have the luscious
2: Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? I am back, although you probably wish I weren't.
0: (laughs) So, Nikki, you had... A lot of health problems last week. Uh, you are looking much better. I mean, you're sitting up, which is a huge accomplishment from, you know, lying, your back being messed up, lying on the floor. So I'm just happy to see you.
1: Thank you. I, if anybody wants to buy my gallbladder, it's, it's up for sale.
0: (laughs) And it didn't help that last week you had one of the least stomachable challenge episodes of the season
1: (laughs) no i it it didn't help but oddly enough i could like i could like keep it down you know it's weird because i'm not like i don't have a weak stomach when it comes to like competition stuff like that which is sort of like joe rogan yelling at them like you have 10 seconds like it was fear factor
0: (laughs) (laughs) we got a 90 minute episode again this week and while there wasn't a lot of content like in like any specific themes or ideas I feel like the episode flew by because we had a lot of competition, a lot of politics, and everything in the episode made sense.
2: Yeah, I agree. After last week, which you know it was a non-elimination, we loved Nani, but it still was lackluster. This this episode was solid.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like there was there was something for everyone, except for a day. agreed. They didn't There's, go on, like,
0: a trip, so nothing for Luke. Yeah, we're, we're lacking some drama, but that's also because the people left in the house just aren't that dramatic, so we got a highly political game, which is the best you could expect from what's left in the game. Agreed. So we're going to jump straight into the daily challenge portion, and in this daily challenge, players had to swim underwater uh, while holding on to a... well, if they got underwater, holding onto a rope. They had a snorkel... Or oxygen device they could put in their mouth and would then swim to the end of an area, grab three rings, then take those rings to a puzzle area in which they could tell, based on how many uh, lines were on the ring, what letter there was on a code pattern. Some were smarter than it than others. Once they got those letters, they would unscramble what those six-letter word is, and the fastest team to do so wins the daily challenge. Side note, it's on. They are swimming through tectonic plates, and nobody in the show house knows what a tectonic plate is,
2: which is the least surprising thing I think ever for me. And I hate to be this person, but I try not to be the guy that's like, I could do that. When TJ explained the rules, I was like, Oh, I could do that. I could, I could swim down and grab a rope and pull myself.
1: Yeah, usually water challenges, I'm like, I this is not for me. I i don't i don't know how to swim i've i'm not a fish so i don't i have no reason to be swimming and i know like oh there's water surrounding like you why why haven't you learned how to swim there's air surrounding you how come you can't fly but this one i feel like i could like pull the rope pretty well i feel like if you just held on to that like you were supposed to you should be fine in theory
0: i'll say this i learned how to swim when i was 13 And when I would go to parties and stuff like that, when I got older, I was just as good of a swimmer over water as everyone else. But when it came to actually diving underwater, I did not have that skill set. I can't hold my breath for very long. I can't swim underwater for very long. And so there are people on the show who are, like, decent swimmers, but underwater is just a completely different thing. And I think Cara Maria, who has, like, improved a lot over the years, she still can't swim underwater whenever those challenges come up. And so it's a different skill set which is why I was actually pretty proud of like one or two people today. And I wasn't shocked that some people struggled with it.
2: Yeah. And let me throw this in there too. A fun fact was a lifeguard from ages 15 through 24. That's 10 summers. I know that's only nine, but it's 10 summers. And I taught swim lessons every single year. I'm a great swimmer. So if you're a challenger watching this and want to fly me out and pay me to teach you how to swim underwater, hit me up. Anyways, back to the daily.
1: Nelson uh,
0: And uh, Leroy and Casey picked the order because they are the winners of the previous challenge. And we don't really see this as much these days where people pick the order to affect things. And they put Kyle and Anissa first because everyone's plan is to make them the house vote since nobody really cares for Kyle and Anissa's a layup anyway. So either way, they're looking at it like the two weakest players. Uh, Kyle and Anissa, they complete the challenge uh, they get the puzzle done too. Uh, I think Anissa gets the decoding down and then Kyle unscrambles the word. <laughs> they, they do not like each other very much, but they, they excel in this together.
1: They did with a six letter word.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, horrifying. And Kyle was like, this
1: is the first puzzle
2: I've ever done on the challenge and finished. <laughs> Congrats. As Nikki oh. said, it's a six letter word.
1: Even fussy could spell it.
0: <laughs> hey, don't don't hate on this man. He got his puzzle. We're not puzzle shaming this man.
1: we puzzle. He, I'm not puzzle shaming Kyle. He,
0: he, him and Anissa are the worst team ever. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're definitely not like on my radar right now for winning this season.
0: No. Yeah, I mean, this was actually I I think this is a worst case scenario for Kyle. Because now he can't get rid of Anissa as a partner. Because if like if they win, which they which they did, uh, they can't swap out.
2: He could have volunteered. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's like a lose lose situation.
0: And like and no, then,
1: no one's gonna steal Anissa.
0: Yeah. He, uh, after that, we had uh, three DQs, which were Darrell and Amber. Amber just couldn't take it under there, she, her think, you know. Uh, we did see medical intervention, though, which is, like, a lot different from what we typically see.
2: Let me hate on her, because I've not got this in yet. She just, like, rose to the top. Like It wasn't even, like, she was like, panicking, it just, like, she came to the very top, and they're like, oh, we've got you now.
1: She said that she couldn't breathe. Would, did they not have the, the
0: scoop of gear?
2: She might not have known that that's how that worked.
0: Oh it's hard oh, man I have never. I mean if you never scuba it it's your first time in your life it's it, you know I, I, I wouldn't blame them for uh, messing it up uh, Corey has a fear of drowning so he can't go underwater very much uh, he DQs for him and Big T and I did love that Big T got all the way to the end and looked back like hey where's Corey <laughs> yeah.
1: I, but don't you need a license to scuba like I wonder if they get all these licenses while they're like on the show when they like skydive and all that, or is that like not just not a US thing?
2: Maybe where it's in a controlled environment, you don't. Maybe because there are licensed scuba divers, like as safety people, you don't.
1: Okay, that makes
0: sense. I didn't know you needed a license to scuba, that was not. I didn't need it, actually. Scuba. I didn't, yeah, know.
1: you do. You don't need much proof either. They just kind of like ask for your name, will look you up in the system, and they're like, okay, off you go. I'm like, so you can I guess use that's anyone's more snorkeling.
0: Name. Is that more snorkeling than scuba, I guess, because scuba, you have the tank. So scuba, yeah. you have the tank, I think, and then snorkeling is just you have the thing to blow water out of. I don't even know the difference, so, yeah, that's that's All where right. I stand we're, on You're a dog. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's a pool person, a beach person. He's not a snorkel-slash-scuba expert. Exactly. That's a whole different like, license. Just I wasn't even... <laughs> I wasn't
2: even certified for the beach, just the pool. But anyways, the other, <laughs> the other DQ was um, Fessy and Nani, and he kicked her right in the face.
1: He did. It was like the shoe all over again.
2: Yes, I think <laughs> you said two weeks ago, Nikki, this is like the season of the shoe to the face. Yeah. Was, well, this, is, is, <laughs>
0: this is the second time Nani's partner DQ'd her, because Josh knocked her over a few weeks ago oh, in that, that one challenge.
1: That bumbling and, goof.
0: Man, so in my article last week, I talked about how Fessy is like, he's like the basketball player who can drop like 30 points a game, but then you look at it and see his assist, and he never passed to any of his teammates the whole, the whole game. And that's what it felt like in this episode, because he just takes off with a swim. It's like he got a dunk and then was celebrating, and then Nani's playing two-on-one defense. It's because, <laughs> it's because he's just so gosh-darn introverted.
1: Yeah, he's such an introvert. He's such that an introvert he couldn't even like <laughs> coddle Nani after. Like he wasn't like, it wasn't like, hey, don't worry, it's like not your fault. Like she looked really down about it, and he was just there's like,
0: a lack, "There's a lack of blondes in the house for fussy now to, you know, to emotionally cope." <laughs> I'll tell you that what, is-
1: as as a blonde, stay away from me,
2: sir. You look like his type. I don't know.
1: Uh, I know it's six feet for the pandemic, but for Fessy, it's 12. <laughs> and Corey, you're a good-looking man, but I am not getting pregnant. So.
2: And Nikki, yeah, I hate wait. to break it to you, but uh, Fessy doesn't follow pandemic rules. Anyway. Oh, they're on
1: vacation. Don't think I don't see that. Corey's on vacation, too. He ran into Naya.
0: I did love that, but anyway. <laughs> Me,
1: too. I love Naya.
0: Sorry. That was so random. Uh, yeah, and that's the two teams who went after were CT and Cam, who got the swim done pretty easily, uh, went for the puzzle, and that's where they didn't really do well together because they are two dominant personalities who I think on their own would solve the puzzle pretty easily, but once they work together, their brains functioned in completely different ways.
2: Yeah, and I, I was proud of Cam because she even said, like, you know, swimming is not my strong suit, but I'm not going to let my partner down. But, yeah, that puzzle was rough to watch. Like, they're both puzzle people, and that's okay, but, like, somebody step aside.
1: It's – and usually I give people a break with puzzles because I'm like, okay, they've been, like, running a long distance and, like, carrying a lot of stuff. Maybe your brain's a little fuzzy, but it, it – I don't know if it was the editing, but the swim didn't seem that long. It didn't seem like they were down there for long. It doesn't seem like you would be, you know, too flustered. I thought the puzzle looked pretty, pretty easy. They were
2: – only a certain like amount of words that even had like the dashes like the rings. Even if you just had like were like what six words or five letters, it'd be <laughs> decode.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. it's spy themed and like what it like what did you think the answer was gonna be?
2: Right. Rival? Of course not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well I, I I will say that they did not have the constructions on the puzzle at all. So you had to figure out that the things on the rings themselves, which are so small, and could be insignificant if you're not looking in the right places, uh, were the letters. Uh Because at first when Kyle and Nese were going, I was like, how does this puzzle even work? Because I had no clue. And then I saw the the lines on the rings themselves, and then then it clicked. But, yeah, I, I don't blame them because there were instructions, which is different from the typical puzzle. Uh, CT has a brain that I kind of relate with where, like, uh you like you can do math in your head but you can't explain to people how you solved it and that's him just mumbling under his breath and cam doesn't get that he could probably he's a great puzzle solver but he can't explain to people how to solve them
2: yeah the lots of uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, uh. yeah
1: i i I don't show my work either (laughs) like i don't how'd you get this answer i don't i did math i don't know
0: how to explain it better (laughs) to you And he's probably, like, if they both took a test, CT would probably score higher than Cam in puzzles. But Cam is someone who could probably, like, direct people and teach people. And we saw that with Kaylee back on Final Reckoning. Even if she isn't as good at puzzles as CT, their brains work in different ways and are helpful in different ways. But together, different styles. Mm -hmm. Totally. The last team who went was Casey and Leroy. And I'm really proud of Leroy. And I'm honestly proud of Casey too because if you look at them and you're like, well, what 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 is this team weak at? And I would say swimming and puzzles. And they got the swim done and they solved the puzzle, which freaking huge because they're good at everything else. Yeah. yeah
2: we, you go ahead, Nikki. Sorry.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say I I really like them as a team because I like I love their banter. They're they're sort of like back and forth is surprisingly like refreshing to see from the two of them. Because, like, Leroy never really gets a chance to be, like, the funny personality on the show. Like, you don't get to hear his one-liners usually because, like, Bananas is on the season. And they, like, show his confessionals more. And, like, Casey is known as, like, Ikea Furniture because she, like, doesn't say anything. But, like, she got that, like, one joke in last week where she's like, this is the closest I've ever been to balls. I'm like, (laughs) okay. And Leroy has (laughs) been dropping these one-liners. He's funny. And so they're, they're dynamic together to me. I love it.
2: Yeah, they've grown on me so much. I think I might have even said it last week that just their dynamic is something I would have never expected to like, but it's made me like Casey this season, which I did not expect to happen at all. So I'm also here for them.
1: Yeah. I think it's, that if Casey just stopped hanging out with JC, I'd be just fine
0: with her. So. It, it's, well, it's hilarious because, like, I don't, I still don't say I like Casey, but I think she's easily been like, one, like I think she's proving that she's like, an all-time reality television competitor based on her Big Brother season, the way she's playing the politics, like, this game. She hasn't... She's been on the right side of every vote this season. No other player's been like that, even her own alliance. Like, she knows when things are happening before her alliance does. She's so good at reality television. She's, like... As a strategic player, she's so underrated.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and although she might be boring to some people, me included, I have to constantly put myself in the mindset that they're not here... Well, I mean, they are there to entertain me, but if you're in their shoes, you're not thinking, let me entertain, you know, the people (laughs) watching on TV. You're like, let me get this money. So if boring boring game is her game, then, like, I'm all for it.
1: And I don't think she has drama, like, regularly in her, like, outside life. So I just don't think that she has the personality to be dramatic. Like, Josh, I'm sure, in his outside life, he's just, like, constantly being dramatic and, like, trying to be the life of the party. Casey seems like she's just, like... Was kicking back with like a beer or something, you know. She has like his a partner at home. She She surrounds herself
0: with. She surrounds herself with like more dramatic, charismatic people, and I think that allows herself to hide a bit. Agree. I think that.
2: I was just gonna say, I think that worked to her benefit too, even on her Big Brother season. Not to switch shows completely, but you know she went under the radar. Like, she had small slip-ups, but then she'd sink back, let somebody else take the heat. And I think we've definitely seen that too in her challenge showings. That, like, you know, even last season she had that weird little stint with, like, Nani, the baby issue. She had a freak out and was like, that might have been too much, and she slipped way back again. And that's a good strategy, I think.
0: Not great television, but great strategy for sure. Uh, what would you guys grade the daily challenge portion? Luke, would you like to start? Sure,
2: thank you. I will give it it a six. Just because there are so many DQs, that's why I kind of get it a little bit low. I like that when I was watching, I didn't know what team won, though. I mean, there were definitely three teams that I thought, okay, they're all in the running. So a six. I'm going to give it a solid – I'm
1: going to give it a seven. And it only got like bonus points for me because it was going to get like a four, uh, based on the performances of the people that completed it. You know, I was just like, it was like, you become like emotionally attached to the, to the people on the show. And I was like, yes, get it, Leroy, get it. I was just, I was, I was really, I was proud of them.
0: I, yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. I liked, I liked the challenge, and I, I didn't think there were too many DQs. I, I thought the right amount happened because not everyone is a strong swimmer, especially underwater. Uh, and agreed, I, I really enjoyed cheering for Leroy. I did know that Kyle and Nisa won. The moment after the challenge was when they're like, "Who could win this challenge?" and they were only panning in on Leroy and Casey and Cam and CT. And I'm like, "Oh, of course the team you're literally not showing is gonna win."
1: I I, feel, I did not I did not pick up on that.
0: I
2: didn't either because he, when TJ was like it was close between these two teams I was like oh so Colony said flop, but they
1: won. So the <laughs> TJ finally like bamboozled me. For the first mean, time, yeah. like, Ooh, is it a girls' week? Is it a guys' week? I'm like I already know. This time he got me. You got me, Teach. Bad girls. <laughs>
0: Switching over to the drama portion of the game now. Switching over to the house drama portion, and we didn't get much this episode. In the beginning, we saw Kyle beleaguer the fact that he is now partners with Anissa, and they even laugh about how like he apologizes, like, oh, I'm sorry I called you dead weight. I'm sorry I talked so much trash to you in the house. And she's just laughing, and he's all like, you can tell he definitely still believes those things, but just has to apologize because they are now partners.
2: So uncomfortable, and Anissa just sits there, smiling and shaking her head, oblivious.
0: It. I
1: felt like it looked like kind of staged in the sense that production was probably like, okay, you, you two go talk now. Because what what would they talk about otherwise? Like, I, I can't imagine a conversation between Anissa and Kyle that um, wasn't challenge-related.
2: Maybe how good of a kiss from Melissa is. Anyways. Yeah,
0: no, uh, I did find it hilarious when she was like, "Well, Kyle is an upgrade in the funny department over Fessy, at least." But physically, I'm like, and I thought to myself, like, I would rather have Kyle than Fessy any day of the week. I'd rather be laughing and having a good time while losing because you're already losing with Fessy. They they were not doing well together.
2: Yeah, Kyle's. I feel like Kyle's an upgrade. I just have a bad view of fessy and amber b maybe i'm dev and i hate big brother people that's not true i don't think but i just fessy i know that he's book smart but his common sense and his the way he navigates his partnerships i don't
0: like it yeah i had i, I once tutored a kid who had like 2020 like 2200 sat score but like couldn't make toast and that's how i feel about fessy
1: i believe he cannot make toast yeah I obviously like the way that Luke dislikes Amber is the way that I dislike Fessy. I just yeah. he's he's definitely I mean, not a person that I could get along with in real life. Like, uh, Fessy, he gets, he gives me the ick. I don't like it.
0: He's a, based on his handwriting. He's definitely a multiple choice person. Uh,
1: his writing. He looks like he writes like this. It looks hey, like a piece I of ravioli wanna... wrote that note.
0: I want to say this, I have terrible handwriting, but that's because I'm dyslexic. Uh, I, I've improved it a lot over the years, so when I saw, like, Fessy's handwriting, I'm like, maybe mine wouldn't be that worse, especially because I haven't handwritten anything in four years, I think, at this point. We played well, a have...
1: fun game at my house where uh, we had to, we passed my phone around, which had the, the note on it, um, the note that, that Fessy left for Gabby, um, or gave to Gabby, where you had to guess, like, what it said telling you and we we as a family are very literate, we're very educated people, you know, we're smart. A lot of us couldn't get through it.
2: I teach English to 16-year-olds. Lots of them are sloppy writers. Fessy's handwriting was horrible. And you know, I think in my head, if I had really bad handwriting, I might be like, hey, Corey, or hey, whoever friends in the house, can you be my scribe? Because I write really horribly. Um it was so bad that Gabby Threw it away and went back home to her boyfriend.
0: <laughs> who was the guy? Was it was it Knight back in the day who uh had the girl handwriting where he was writing a letter pretending to be Ashley K to CJ and he added the hearts and everything too?
2: I think so. Oh what a I don't remember if it was Knight, but like that couple.
0: I still He remember. definitely was the one who was telling them what to write. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was too funny. I wanna say it was Never mind, I'm getting Marie confused. Forget I said that, but it was a very could, funny it, moment. It,
0: yeah, it could have been Challenge All-Stars legend uh, Johnny Mannion. It could have been her, because jo, uh, Johnny and Zach used to hang out a lot. <laughs>
2: very true, she's a legend. Love her.
1: Icon. But I, I guess. Love
2: oh, same. I guess the way that we feel about Fessy, though, we're starting to see our girl Nani feel.
1: <laughs> oh... What a a great segue because I would have just kept kept going on this Fessy hate train. Nani is like she's like now realizing that he's not easy to work with. I think that people think that Fessy's just like a ticket to the final, kind of like CT is, but you still have to work with this partner. Yeah, and and do the final with them.
2: And even if the per like Kyle's definitely not necessarily a ticket to the final, as we saw in the episode, they might throw him in. But I'd much rather run a final with. Kyle, just like Alan said, like, you have gotta have some type of cohesiveness.
0: Yeah, Nani was there like, hey, I thought Fessy was good, but he just wants me telling me he's an introvert. It's real weird. And now, <laughs> it was just, uh, there's this conversation he's having with like, I wanna run the final with you, and Nani's like, yeah, I know, let's, let's talk about chemistry, it's like, let's talk about how we're gonna win, rather than, like, you just being fake, cause that's how, that's how he feels. He's just a straw man.
2: Yes, and I'm gonna, Continue to hate train. I know you guys don't care. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's how Fessy is in relationships, though. Like, we saw it with Gabby. Like, he never tries to open up and talk about his feelings. He's just like, you should be my girlfriend. And they're like, well, there's got to be chemistry there. Like, sure, maybe. But, like, talk to me about more than just, like, y- y- your your football days.
1: But, but he's an introvert. Maybe <laughs> he could have mentioned the fact that Haley was back home and he was talking to her every day and she thought they were still together.
2: Or the fact that he really wanted to be with Tori, but used Gabby instead because she was the last blonde in the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Just some ideas.
0: And where does his makeout with Ashley like, fit into all of this? Because <laughs> she
2: wasn't blonde this season. Maybe he was just really drunk and was like, I'm going to pretend that you're blonde.
1: I love Ashley's like random hookups. I, I live for them.
2: It, there's something else. I don't even have to make the fussy-assy thing. Like, I complained back then that it wasn't shown in the actual show. I still wish it would have been. But in the same sense, it would not have fit in anywhere. It was literally so <laughs> random. Like, they just sort of panned over to them making out and then her walking away. It would have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: See, Ashley I could get along with and, like, probably, like, have a real conversation with. Fussy, no. Maybe that's why girls just hook up with him. Like, ki- like Gabby did. Like, kiss him and shut him up. <laughs>
2: she's lusting, but she's like, let's not go any further than this. Like, to talk about home life, let's let's just skip that part.
1: Gives me Neanderthal vibes. It, it's the ick. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> and look at this. We're talking about all stuff that didn't happen this episode because there was no drama. And I'm giving the drama portion of this episode two out of ten. Generous. I,
1: oh.
2: I was going to say three. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe just because that's what came to my mind. And I'll number three.
1: <laughs> So, three. Yeah. I'm giving it a one. I didn't get any water thrown again. There's just nothing... Nothing happened.
0: I agree. This episode was heavy on strategy, though. Uh, Let's move into the strategy portion. Switching over to the gameplay portion, before the episode, before you even get the challenge, Corey is, like, kind of wondering how he's going to be the house vote because he doesn't have a skull. And Leroy's is like, look, we can't promise you anything, man. This is a game. Uh, and so on and so on. And for Corey, it's a bit of a desperate situation a little bit.
2: Yeah, I agree. I-, I like what Big T said to him, though. Like, maybe just chill. Like, we don't want to show all our cards right now. Like, let's see how, you know, the daily plays out, who wins that. Um, but Corey definitely needs that skull, so I can't blame him.
0: Yeah. Look at a little desperate. I mean, you have to be desperate at this point in the game. There might only be one elimination left for the males. Uh, We got a scene with him and Anissa where they have the weirdest relationship ever. Where he kind of treats her like his aunt, even though they've had sex like at least fifteen times in their life.
2: Uh. (sighs) Oh no! Yeah, they're like, "You're my number one. You're my number one," and it's like, "You never mind. You've been inside one another, or uh, you know what I mean." Yeah.
0: Well, but we don't know. Do you guys agree? Do you guys agree? It's like an aunt-nephew relationship. It, it very much feels like that rather than, like, a normal friendship, even though they've, like, banged a bunch of times.
1: Yeah, and like, the hills have eyes kind of way.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, like, it's not even a thing to do with Anisa's age because she's not even that old. But it's just, like, the way that they carry themselves, it's not the way that people that have hooked up before carry themselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really feels familial.
1: Yeah, it gives me um, sort of sort of Jordan and Sarah vibes. Because I never thought those two were, like, they just felt like a weird pairing.
2: That's a good analogy, because I agree. Yeah, that's very true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's similar. I think more cousins when I think of them, but... <laughs> Corey Corey is, like, the only person who reveres Anissa... In a good light on these shows these days. Him and Nelson. And even Nelson cursed her out like on last season, but they're the they're the only two people who actually like think she's not terrible. Maybe
2: if there's a bloodlines two, you know, we can get another Force Denisa family connection. It could be Cory Danisa, Corey and his aunt.
1: Perfect.
2: They can meet at the for they can yeah.
1: But where will King Mitch Reed come in? <laughs>
2: He will be Rihanna, Anissa's cousin's not somehow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're an ex's pair. They are an ex's pair. That is true. They fucked up. Yeah. Oh, cousins and cousins,
0: okay. <laughs> uh... I know. Uh, when Kyle and Anissa win, uh, the house is shaking up because uh, they don't want Corey to be the house vote because then they could throw anyone against Corey. They could throw Leroy, they could throw CT, uh... And they don't want that. Cam and Leroy do not want that. They want to protect their partners. They want to protect Nani as much as possible. And so they decide, like, Darrell, you're the odd man on We've been working with you the whole game, but we're going for you. And Leroy even respectfully tells Darrell, like, hey, it looks like you're going to be the house vote. Sorry, man. I respect you, and you're going in.
2: Yeah, and Darrell was rightfully mad, and he was like, well, I'm, t- I'm going to tell you something. Like, if I win, I'm taking your partner.
0: Which would have been and that interesting last- to see. That last daily challenge was also the, like, the final straw for Darrell, where, like, him and Amber have been a below average team this whole season. Like, they've just existed. They won that one trivia challenge, and... Burger King for you. Yeah, and they beat Devin and Amber in, uh, elim- in, in elimination, which is solid wins, but they're not the most impressive wins. They've, they're maybe the worst duo left in the game, other than Anissa existing on Kyle's team. Uh, and... I don't blame him for wanting to switch it up. I did. I mean, Amber's like, I can't imagine having a partner that's not Darrell, but in confessional Darrell's Durrell, out here like, I'm getting rid of her.
1: <laughs> she's never had another partner, like, ever on the show.
2: She acts like she's never had another partner ever in her life. She's infatuated with Darrell.
1: Her husband, Darrell. I'm doing this for, for for your kids, our kids.
0: Darrell's awesome, though, bro. I, I don't blame her. I wish I could have Darrell the whole season.
2: It's true. I just maybe have a dislike for her. But I have to imagine that Darrell's wife watches this back and is like, can she lay off? Can
0: she throw <laughs> out?
1: Yeah, it's it's a bit much for me.
0: <laughs> and, you know, Corey at one point realizes that Darrell's going to be the house vote. And he's like, no, way! I want to I be the house vote, so that way I can take on anyone. I think that's because he likes Darrell and doesn't want to go against Darrell. I I think everyone, like, Darrell, Fessy, CT, Kyle, are all on similar skill levels. Obviously, Kyle is, like, the worst of the remaining, but he's a double agent, so that doesn't matter. Uh, So who you're facing really kind of is everyone's on an equal level. Yeah, Yeah, and I guess
1: they weren't considering, I don't know, they had the, like, the double elimination the other week. Like, shouldn't you be thinking, like, this may happen?
2: Yeah, and I even, I even was thinking like, well, maybe where Big T's his partner, they're gonna do a double. I don't know, but with, with what you said, Alan, everybody being on kind of equal playing ground, at that point, just take who you can get. If you're in
0: Corey's shoes. So yeah, because so like they're the, all friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the females, like Amber B and Darrell, Amber B is also the one of the uh, odd men out of the Cam Casey Nani trio. And Big T meets her school anyway, so Big T would be going in uh, as one of the votes. So not a lot of options here, but, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, Durrell saying he was going to take Casey, uh, <laughs> it definitely struck some fear into Leroy. I mean, Leroy said he'd be comfortable with it, and he understood the move because they'd be voting him in. But you could tell that there was some fear in Leroy.
1: Yeah, as there should be.
2: Yeah, I agree. I still think it was really smart, though, for him and Cam to just plan out, here are the different scenarios. This is the one with the least resistance because um, they're all going to have resistance one way or another.
0: And yeah. the votes end up uh 6-4. Darrell, Amber, Big T, and Corey vote for Corey and Big T. And the other three pairs vote for Darrell and Amber. Darrell and Amber go into elimination. Uh Kyle wants to put in CT against Darrell which is the best move you could make in my opinion like why not put in the two guys who have won four and three championships respectively and Anissa refuses to do it and she says like oh Kyle this game isn't like you know there's another day after this day and I'm like yeah, but there aren't a lot of days left. Why don't you get rid of one of the best players now in the game? Weren't you the person who put West and CT against each other in the first elimination this season? And now with the final on the line, you want to leave these... You want to You want? You want to let them have a pass?
2: And she said, but CT is my friend. CT is not your friend, Anissa. These people aren't your friends. Have you not figured that out?
1: Also, it would make so much sense to put... Like to put CT and Cam in because then you're getting rid of you're getting rid of at least somebody with a gold skull, so that somebody else that's not coming to the final. Plus, you know, you're you're making sure that Corey and Big T can't go for their skulls, can't like can't go to steal them. So that's that's possibly another two people that aren't coming to the final.
2: Yes, and I would have respected Anissa so much more if she would have said, "I made a promise to Corey. I genuinely." like our relationship, whatever that may entail. That's why I want Corian, in. But to say that CT's her friend and she can't do this, like, just as Alan said, you're so close to the final. Like, they know how long they're going to be there, just about, I'm sure. Like, throw, throw I them in. Who
1: would want to see CT or Cam in the final?
2: Exactly. Like, Anissa just, like, plays to lose, and I can't stand that.
0: I had to pause the episode, and I legitimately cursed her out like, in front of my, like, in front of my laptop, I was like, you F-word idiot, like, how could you play the game this way, this late in the game, and you know what, agree, like, if you're going to be, like, just 100% loyal to Corey, just say that, just say that, just, like, that'd be the conversation, but to not even throw in these two guys who've definitely thought you were weak, and to knock them out right before the final, it's one of the dumbest moves in modern challenge history. You know what I think it was?
2: Anissa just doesn't have enough experience. <laughs>
0: That's she definitely just kidding. Yeah, no, I mean, you could argue that because she, she's used to losing all these seasons. She's never been in a place of power this late in the game. So, rookie mistake because it's her first time here after 14 freaking seasons, dude. Oh, my. I'm sorry. She's just the worst. She's just like... This is why you don't win, Anissa. It's not because you don't train. I mean it is partially because you don't train, but it's because it's stuff like this. But I mean, I love Cam, but imagine if
2: she would have thrown Cam in, it would have been a girl's elimination, and Cam would have went home. That would be one person knocked out of Anissa's way. She plays to lose, and it's so infuriating. She's a wasted spot. She's dead weight, as they say.
1: As they. Not me. The great philosopher Kyle Christie once said,
0: she's dead weight.
2: Yeah, hear you, hear you, Anissa, That weight.
0: It didn't help that I, like, watched the Challenge All-Stars trailer, and she's shown dramatically in the first two seconds. And I'm like, why can't you give us someone who hasn't been on the show in ten years rather than this freaking idiot who can't make a winning play with the game on the line with the final around the corner? Oh, my God. I, I give the strategy portion of this episode five out of – I don't know. I give Anissa a zero out of ten, but I give the oh, – Strategy side of the episode six out of ten because I respect Leroy and Cam so yeah
2: I'm gonna give it a six as well that that was was circulating in my head Leroy and Cam carried that portion otherwise thumbs down
1: yeah I'm gonna give it a six point five
2: couldn't um, do the six six six
1: well I would, I would do six 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 then I would do six point six okay. we'll just have four sixes instead <laughs> uh, that's some fessy math right there. <laughs> I had to, but I, I, I liked that, but Cam and Leroy like talked out what the strategy was. I wanted to give it a seven based on solely on that, like them, them orchestrating all that, but lost the point because before that, Corey was like, I want Kyle in there. Like Corey wanted to see you in elimination two, Anissa. Yep. Use your head.
0: I do love that scene where Anissa's telling him that. And he's like, you know, that means you go into elimination two, right? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but I don't think he'd say it if I was partnered with Fessy. And it's like, come on, dude, why can't, why, why do you gotta qualify everything in a certain way just to make yourself feel good? You're like fucking, you're a loser.
1: She couldn't win even if she was paired with TJ.
0: <laughs> Bad gal, TJ.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: Hey, but Anissa does have the Drake follow, so
1: she does.
0: He likes his aunt. <laughs> she's
1: gonna be yeah, one of these videos about, now.
0: She's about twenty five years too old for Drake.
2: I don't know. Drake is into like older ladies, you know. I mean Lately. maybe JLo, lo but I mean Anisa's in an that age range and I really have the worst fear that like one day Champagne Poppy will pop out on Instagram and he'll be hanging out with like Anisa. And I'm like, dang it. She's going to get called back forever now. <laughs>
1: oh, he should hang out with me first. We're from the same city. Yeah, text him. My friend just worked on your music video. Come on now, my dude. <laughs> uh,
0: switch, switching over to the elimination portion. Switching over to the elimination portion, we got Darrell versus Corey in a reverse tug of war, a best of three battle. TJ informs them that the ropes are going to be tighter and have uh, more pullback on them. And before the elimination starts, Darrell's like, well, I know Corey's fast because he outran me in the purge on 30 Uh He already eliminated me that way, so this is going to be an uphill battle, but if I can just endure and win the game based on stamina, I know I have way more cardio than him any day of the week.
1: Which was yeah. a an interesting point to make, given the, uh, the <laughs> following <laughs> events.
2: Yeah, and I also just thought it was an interesting point to make because yeah, Corey did like perch him, dirty thirty, you're out of here, and then Corey's like, I hate going against my friend. He's not your friend either. Like you're pulling a card from Anissa's stack. That's not your friend.
1: Oh, are they all friends outside of the show? Like, well, am I Co- Cor-
0: Corey and Durrell are friends. They have a. They very much have. They they have another familial, you know, uncle and nephew relationship. Uh, they became very close on Invasion. I know that. Uh, and. Okay. They've always been close. Like, before the season, Darrell said his plan was to align with Corey, and then uh, day one happened, and Corey had different alliances. So, they are friends, they just were not on the same alliance this season. I know that
1: Anissa and Leroy are friends. I was watching the Instagram, Leroy's Instagram Live, and she was on there wasted. <laughs> She's good at that.
2: Yeah, I guess at this point they're all friends, and maybe maybe you're exactly right, Alan. They're friends outside the game. Corey just doesn't make moves that benefit Darrell's game,
1: or
0: his own. Oh, yeah, or his own. Yeah, I mean, on that day, I mean, he did make a big move, and also Tony was his friend back then. Uh, so that was the difference. Um, they the elimination starts, and <laughs> oh my god, Corey just speeds out the gate and I, I slowed it down to see what the difference was and by the time Corey had passed the third pole on the way back, Darrell was just getting to the second pole on the way back and Corey blows him out the first round. Like it's it's a dominant win. It's a he gets the bell and Darrell has to ask even asked him after the first round, hey man, can you slow down? And I loved how
2: Corey looked confused. Like, what? It was a joke, Corey, but, yeah, like, the, it wasn't even close at all. Like, there wasn't even any tension that it had to happen because Terrell just got pulled back immediately.
1: Yeah, it was – I I looked down while I was watching it. I looked away from my screen, looked back up. Corey, winner. I'm like, what? I had to go back? <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I love how it, like, went to the break segment. Like, oh, who's going to win the next round? Like – not even spoiler alert, like if you win the first round that, like, strongly, I can't see an not win in the next.
0: Yeah, I thought for a second maybe the second round will actually be the, like, drag through tug of war where Corey takes a big lead, but Durrell tries to fight back and Corey's just, like, inches away. Nope, second round again happens. They both, they both dive this time. Like, Durrell gets a better lead on him, but they dive. Corey just barely hits the buzzer, and then they both get knocked backwards. Um, Corey in wins 2-0, and it's one of the most surprising blowout wins in challenge history. I mean, it, it probably shouldn't be that big of a surprise because Darrell is in his 40s. Uh Corey is still in his prime athletically. And yeah, but it, it's maybe the most shocking blowout ever.
2: Yeah, I still feel, because it was referenced many times by Corey, by by lots of people, CT even, you know, perhaps this elimination was not for Darrell, but I still think he's a huge finals threat. Every final he's been in, he's won. Even if that was, you know, long, long ago, he's still got it.
1: Absolutely. For sure. He's like a force to be reckoned with. He's he's yeah, quiet. He plays it, the quiet game. Counts.
0: He'd he win a pull wrestle, I think, against Corey, but this game. I, I mean, I've never seen a player of Darrell's stature just get smoked like that. Just get demolished. Like this was—it's not on the level of a CT backpack, but it's like a tier below it. it I've never—I I, have—he got wrecked in this elimination. Yeah.
1: Poor his wa- poor wife in the stands. <laughs> poor Amber.
2: As much as a hater, I did feel bad for because, like you know. She's a rookie. Like, she's only known him. Um, but, yeah, it, it was really bad, Alan. And so much so that, like, once it was over, he just kind of knelt down in the sand. Didn't look sad. Didn't look mad. He was just like, I could not have beat him. I couldn't have prepared better. I couldn't have done anything. Like, he's just the faster guy.
0: Father time. Father time is undefeated. I mean, Corey's ACL is in better shape than it was three years ago. And Darrell got three years older. Well, he's still in great shape. Speed, that's something that diminishes with time. Uh, Corey was a college defensive back. he's he's fast, he's a fast guy. um also Corey, he now has a career seven and three elimination record, which is pretty elite uh one of the 10 best daily challenge records all time by a male. and maybe he's gonna be a four-time finalist now. like stats wise Corey is kind of a legend. <laughs>
2: And can I just say, too, the stats with the dailies are a little bit skewed because of World of the Worlds, 2 for some of those people. Like, if Corey but if had he been. Wasn't,
0: he, yeah, he wasn't even on that season.
2: Yeah, and if Corey were, like, he'd be way up there. He really has a very impressive stats.
0: He's, like, sixth all time, I think, and or, like, was a few weeks ago. Maybe he's, like, down to seventh or eighth now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not popcorn muscles anymore. This guy is a legit threat. He just wrecked Durrell in elimination. It, if if Corey wins this season, do you think he's a better player of all time than someone like Brad? That's like a conversation. Yes. Fight me in the comments, but yes,
1: absolutely was not a conversation.
0: <laughs> I mean, because like Brad is kind of viewed as a legend, but he's like a one time champ with like a six and five record or something like that, and you know, I I think before the season, most people would say Brad is just like, Brad is way better than Corey, but Corey's putting up some stats on his own. He's now, he's now getting into the like top 20 all time male conversation. Brad scares me. He's got
1: that like vein in his forehead that comes out. Yeah. The eyes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
2: I think Corey, which I, I used to be an undercover Corey stand, but I, I now stand Corey out in the open. Uh, I think that he's a very strong contender. I would like to see him win this season because, as you said, he's got to prove something at some point. Like, you know, making it to the end is great, but you got to get that win in there. So I really hope he pulls it out.
1: I think with the right partner, he can.
2: Agreed. Uh, Agreed.
0: Last, last season, he probably had the best overall performance in the final, but because they had the twist where his day one lead only became, was it one minute, I think, against Bananas? Uh yes. when he beat him by like half an hour on the set on the first day.
2: <laughs> that was so uh, frustrating.
0: But yeah. Yeah, I mean he showed out on day one. Um and someone pointed out to me recently that he only came in third because once bananas passed the finish line, he just started walking and then Kyle oh. ran by him.
2: Yeah, there, was, <laughs> there was no incentive for second, third place, like no money. It's just yeah. like, okay, finish so we can fly you off this mountain.
0: Yeah. I was like
2: uh,
1: forgotten so. about last season
0: yeah cory cory he definitely has cardio and after the elimination he's like i want to win so i'm taking cam which is the smartest choice he could have because she could do the puzzles for him
2: i agree balance each other's well she balances his weaknesses and out of the girls standing there i cannot imagine cory working better with anybody but cam we've seen them interact in the house you know cam is good friends with or at least was good friends with Corey's baby mama taylor like I think it's a good pairing.
1: Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll do really well together. I think that again, like like Luke said, they will balance each other out. Uh, and like physically they're both they're both really good competitors. I also really they, like watching Leroy yeah. be like, Another another one? Another one at Seeky This is the kind Nine of a partners.
2: Oh man. yeah, No, you're fun. He's had a lot. And I'm sorry for cutting you off. I just I think it's so strange, and I don't think we talked about this, but, I mean, it's perfect right now. Leroy literally does not want Cam as his partner, which I understand, like, for the sake of numbers and navigating that, sure. I also understand, like, if they both make the final, like, that gives them a two-person shot at winning if they're not together. But you'd also think, like, if you think you can win this together, let's win the whole thing together. It's just really interesting to me. I don't hate it because it's good strategy. Um, he Um He might even think, like, I love Cam, but I might work better with someone that I'm not in a relationship with. It's just really interesting to me.
0: Him and Casey are rolling right now. I mean, I I don't see a reason to split it up when when you're working that well together. And you know that anyone that pairs with Cam is automatically a threat. Like, her and CT weren't working well together, and they still almost won the challenge today. So that's how good Cam is. Like, that's put her with any of these males, and she's a threat. Uh, With Corey, I I, I think they're the favorite to win. I think they are right now, because Corey came... Second in that mini final with Ashley, and now he has someone like Cam who can solve puzzles for him. There's there's no Ashley or Teresa who is better at puzzles than her, so that's a dangerous team. That's a real dangerous team. And Corey also showed uh CT how to how to split up from Big T because he didn't yell, "Give me Cam, give me Cam." He just said, "Yeah, I'm gonna take Cam," whereas you know Big T could respect that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and Corey gave a lot of tact. He used a lot of tact by being like, listen, I love Big T. You don't have the gold skull yet. I don't want to take the risk. We know that's probably not why he chose to switch. But, like, you know, you got to show some type of compassion.
1: Yeah, just be, like, a good sport about things. That's what I liked about this elimination was that both both competitors in it were good sports about it. Like, like Corey wasn't, like, stomping in the ground like, yes, yes, I beat you. Give me your skull. It was just like... <laughs>
2: Say hi to the kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean Corey even like he destroyed Darrell, but still, and he was he was hyped, but he was pretty respectful in the moment too, where he just kind of calmly took off his gloves, walked away. He's like, all right, let's let's move on. Uh, I'm ready to play the game now. And yeah, Corey, Corey man, really maturing in front of our eyes. Uh, <laughs> CT uh, has to pick who his new partner is going to be, and he has to choose between Amber B or Big T, and he's been. Cutting these confessionals that don't seem that genuine to me about how much he misses Big T, it kind of seems like he's been playing it up to recover his image. But he chooses her to be his new partner, and it's crucial because if Big T doesn't get picked, she's a rogue agent, and we don't know how many. Like like Big T would be screwed if she was not picked because she she would not have another shot at school. Yeah.
1: I mean to do that to her.
0: Oh, imagine
2: the heartbreak that I would feel, let alone Big T. Um, yeah. It seems so disingenuous, though. Like, you really just crapped on her a couple weeks ago. These confessionals, which arguably might have been filmed after you switched back to Big T, show you, like, saying you missed her, you want to be back with her. I'd guarantee if he had the choice to stay with Cam or Big T, even with the communication issues, he'd stay with Cam. But then again, let me not let me not backtrack because he's been compassionate. So I'm happy she will hopefully get the chance next week to get her skull.
1: I don't know. Maybe he's been skipping those calls with... Uh... Well, Chris Lily. Jr. Uh, or and Lily, and just been like talking to his publicist. He's like, listen, here's what's going down. What do you think I should do? She's like, partner up with Big T again.
2: <laughs> hey, like, do you know how many confessionals you got before? You told me you're always in the booth. Get back with her. The fans
1: love her.
0: Twitter <laughs> hates
1: you. Uh, but it kind of likes you.
0: Amber B., Great position. Her being the rogue agent is awesome because she already has a school and that means ooh, if you're Anissa or Nani, uh could be going into elimination and Nani and Anissa in the last eliminations of the season. Not great luck. But the positive is you're facing big T. Yeah,
2: I hope they talk about that next episode because as I was watching I I felt bad for Amber B. You know, you know how much I love her. I felt bad for her. But
1: She's in a great spot.
2: She's no sarcasm. She will not be going into elimination next week. She gets to just chill and watch. That's beautiful.
0: And again, it's like pretty. Yeah, like the guys left in the game are all pretty similar. Whether you get Kyle Fessy, uh, CT Leroy, uh, fifth guy, uh, they're all the same. Yeah, Corey. Corey, yeah, they're all the same. (laughs) They're all different versions of the same guy, uh, and. You know, she's in a great spot, regardless of who becomes her partner.
1: And she doesn't have to go into an elimination with her, like, with her friend, Big T. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Big friendship. They had the scene where they were uh, uh, spying on uh, Kyle and Nisa's conversation at Oh, the of the episode that I completely forgot about. I really I, liked that.
1: The Jemmy vibes I got from that. Jemmy and Cam are like my favorites in terms of the eavesdropping that they will do. It's always just like a glass of wine, and they're like, "Cause that's what I would be doing."
2: Mhm. And I like seeing, I like seeing Big T and Amber kind of not fill those roles, but kind of like give us some similarities up behind the door. Like, okay, okay, this is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Eavesdropping is a strategy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a game
1: of spies. <laughs>
0: What would you so for the elimination portion? I'm going to grade this episode uh, an eight out of ten. I thought I don't, or maybe a nine. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to we don't we, we don't see legends getting just like reps like that in elimination ever. And because of that, it's going to be memorable. This is this is Corey's best moment of his career. He just torched Darrell in an elimination. Like good for him, man.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with the nine as well. I liked it. Uh, It was a blowout, but it was good. They were sportsmanlike, as Nikki said. A nine is perfect with me.
1: Nines all around. round of nines for everyone. I'm into it. Yeah, great (laughs) elimination, uh, except for that part where I looked down and then looked back up. But I, I could go back and watch it. It was entertaining. They were great sports about it. And it put everyone into, I think, really good positions in the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, for the overall episode, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. It wasn't necessarily like an 8. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't B-level, but it was a solid C, which at the end of the season, some of these episodes really, they dwindled down, and we're just waiting for the final at this point.
2: Yes, I'm going to get, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to give it a 7. Uh, you know, Alan said at the beginning of this, it wasn't chock full with a lot of stuff, but it was still good. Not I wouldn't give it a B like you said, so seven, seven it is.
1: I was gonna give it I'm gonna give it an eight. A nice solid eight, you know. Doesn't have a lot of rewatch value for me, but definitely had had incidents that occurred in it that are are moving the plot forward.
0: Which is neat, and I like next, that. Yeah, and it looks like next week we are getting uh, the eighties theme party. Which is very exciting. Parties are awesome, uh, and things are going to pick up. I think we have at least three or four more episodes this season. Um, it's been a good season overall. It's been been very much B minus, uh, and yeah. Are you guys excited for next week? I'm really I excited.
1: I love I love when they do parties, but also they like in part of the clip they were like, oh, it's looking like the old CT, and I just I know they're trying to trick me. Yeah. feels like clickbait. I don't think it's going to be like <laughs> the old CT. I think that because it's him and Fessy like arguing uh, face to chest or whatever it is. Um, I think it's just going to be like a bit of an argument. CT's going to be like, this kid's a joke. It's a goof.
0: Goof 2.0. In like,
1: my I'm brain, uh,
0: in my computer, I saved a picture of them arguing as uh, CT and the goofball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that too. you MTV, be like, you gotta, you gotta put that as the name.
2: Goof and goofball would love that. <laughs> yeah, and the fight, although we just saw like a glimmer of it, I can't see it escalating. We we saw Nani stick her hand in there and like try to separate it, and Nani's Nani's a good woman; she'll get it figured out.
1: The house yeah. fight
2: with eleven people left. Classic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: like I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. Yeah.
1: It's your second season. It's, it's your, your 20th. Yeah. Okay. It's just gonna be them yelling facts at each other. I'm bigger than you. Okay.
2: And then Fessy walks around the room. Yeah. I'm an introvert. That was too much for me.
1: Do you stand?
0: And that was our episode for the week. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media, uh, Spotify, YouTube com, Caffeine Conventionals on YouTube. Uh, thank you, we just hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube, so that means a lot. Uh, make sure to follow Nikki on her social medias, Twitter at the Nikki Sin, Instagram, same thing, is the website. Follow Luke on Twitter at the Luke.
1: <laughs> welcome back.
0: Yes, yes, I'm back. Don't tell Twitter, but
2: I'm back.
1: I mean, welcome, <laughs> brand new person.
2: Thank you.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at the Alan Aguirre. A uh, little side note before we uh, probably love this episode by this point, but last week someone asked, like, is like someone messaged me who only listens on Spotify, is Luke attractive? He sounds attractive, and I told them like, watch the YouTube version. They're like, oh yeah, he's attractive. So make sure you tune into the YouTube version if you want to see stuff like that. Or in the bottom right hand corner where we have photos of what's going on. We're talking about. Have a great day. Have a great life. <laughs>